I stood against the wall, nursing a busted knuckle, watching my sensei try to recover. Daniel held a black belt, second Dan in Hapkido, had a black belt in Taekwondo and a black belt in Tai Chi. The combat martial art, not the pretty forms that hippies and old people do on beaches at sunrise. Not that I had anything against pretty martial arts, hippies, or old people. I'd outlived all of the people who were alive when I was born, so I was old. Real old. Daniel hadn't competed in years, however, believing that competition was for sissies and martial arts were for fighting and killing. He was probably a lot more dangerous than most people who did compete. And right now, he was on his back, on the practice mat, trying to figure out if his lungs still worked. It had been only about 30 seconds since I'd thrown him to the floor, knocking the breath out of him. But that can seem like a lot of time when you aren't breathing. I'm not kissing him, Eli Younger said, still gasping, sweat dripping off him to the mat in little splats of sound. My beast and I had been sparring with both of them. Admittedly, it was a little too wound-heavy to be just sparring, but testosterone and the urge to defeat the skinny girl were powerful motivators, keeping them coming back for more when they should have stayed down. And Beast had been having fun. Artificial respiration isn't technically kissing, I said, talking around the busted knuckle, watching as Daniel fought back the natural panic of the air starved, arching his back, stretching his throat, trying to force open his airway, Still not kissing him. Sorry, bro, Eli said, towing Daniel's shoulder. Been nice knowing you. Daniel sucked in a breath that sounded like rubber bicycle tubing being stretched out by a couple of disgruntled sumo wrestlers. Strained, very strained. Eli laughed. Faster than most humans can manage, Daniel whipped his arm around, his fist catching Eli in the outer knee joint. If Eli hadn't already been bending into the direction of the hit, his knee would have buckled and Eli would have needed a brace or vamp blood to heal. Daniel was powerful, even flat on his back. As it was, the guys rolled across each other like high school wrestlers, but punching and stabbing with fingers, kneeing below the belt. They separated, rolled to their feet, and engaged again. All I needed was popcorn and a beer, and it would be perfect. Delighted to sit this one out, I slid down the wall to the wood floor, my sweaty back to the wall, knees bent in a half lotus, and relaxed. The guys were really going at it, fists, kicks, sweat flinging, with a little blood mixed in. I had to wonder if something was bothering them, because this was starting to look real. My sensei's style was perfect for me, because I had always studied mixed disciplines and never went for any belt. I trained to stay alive, a fast, violent amalgam of styles geared to the total annihilation of an attacker. My fighting style had best been described as dirty. Daniel and Eli, my partner in Yellow Rock Securities, both fought dirty. I winced as Eli took a boxer's blow straight to his chin and wobbled on his feet. But either he recovered fast or it was only a feint because he kicked out catching Daniel in the solar plexus, again. In fighter's terms, it wasn't a low blow. But since I had just hit Sensei there, it wasn't exactly sweet, either. 
Daniel skipped away, his breathing pained. I had to wonder if he'd broken a rib. The dojo was in the back room of a small jewelry store on St. Louis Street. The store specializing in faceted gems, vintage styles and settings, and real antique pieces. The dojo was down a narrow service alley, 30 inches wide, damp and dim, and was open to the public only after store hours. I was one of a few select students Daniel saw during the day. I had my own key.